Yep. All right, welcome everybody to episode some number of the podcast. Back on tangent, I almost forgot our name there, Kyle. I do this every week, and I always. <laughs> but it's forget such our a name. good name. <laughs> it's such a good name. It's a much better name than the podcast that shall not be named. Yes. I am your host, the best host, the host with not the most, but definitely more. Certainly the most neurosis. <laughs> with me as always is the wonderful partner partner in crime. Well, not always. The... <laughs> not always. Okay, well, oh yeah. With me is Kyle. How you doing, Kyle? That, that's me. I'm back. I I begged <laughs> I begged Blake. I told him I would change and that I wouldn't see other podcasts behind his back. <laughs> and I, uh, I forgave him. And, and he forgave me. Like a sucker. No, oh, no, no, I knew it! I knew you've been seeing other podcasts. I saw you, I saw you speaking That's into that right, microphone. this is a polyamorous relationship or whatever the fuck you said. Real quick, I just want to talk about that. So I had no idea Blake was going to make those two videos. I, hopefully people have listened to them if you haven't just listen to the last two things that were in the podcast feed or posted to this youtube channel before whatever you're listening to now uh our special easter episode that is um and he made two videos and one was like called the truth or something and well, it was I didn't tell him i was doing this he didn't know yeah you didn't tell me at all like the only dis- the only level of discussion we had is you said do you want to do Kong versus Godzilla or whatever it's called? And I was like, I don't know if I, if I'm, you know, in a big rush to watch that or whatever. So maybe not. We'll do something else as a topic. And yeah, and you just took that and went with it, and did your own um, review of it on the channel where you just spoke to you for like twenty minutes, <laughs> talking about Godzilla and complimenting yourself, and then. And then you made, but before that, you then made, you made a video kind of cancelling me and telling telling people that that I wasn't going to be on the podcast anymore because, gasp, I'd, I'd been doing other podcasts behind your back, which I hadn't also. I just want to make that clear, not that that is a bad thing in real life. And you just uploaded those, and I didn't know, and I watched the Godzilla thing before I, like a day before I watched the cancelling one. So I just like messaged you and went, I really fucking like the Godzilla thing. <laughs> That's some of the best shit that we've, we've ever made and we will ever make. And you said, I can't believe you've been seeing other podcasts by my back and I didn't question it. I didn't fucking know what it meant. I thought about it. I was like, I don't know what that is. And I didn't say anything. <laughs> Also, I've got a head cold, so, you know, that's why I sound like this. Yeah, um... Yeah, so that was my April Fool's <laughs> joke. I had messaged you, like, hey, do you want to do something for April Fool's? You're like, yeah, I probably can't make it. So I was like, it's up to me. I, yeah, I, I yeah. just... <laughs> that was improvised, too. That was all just, I, I started recording. It's like, I'll think of something funny. I can't believe you fucking improvised the whole thing. I, I'm, it's so I'm genuine. Funny. I'm, I'm funny. I'm clever. I, I can't believe we've class. been promoting my acting in the description of these podcasts all this time when the real star was right there all along. I took three years of theater class just so I can do dumb crap like this. I did. 
<laughs> but yeah, congrats. No. <laughs> no, thank you, thank you. Um, it was very good. I enjoyed both the... of them. If you want to check out that uh, Godzilla vs. Kong review, go, go ahead. It's genuinely my thoughts on the film. It wasn't yeah. just me, like... Yeah, it is in like, there. It's... To, like, it's just... It's actually what I thought about the film. Like, it's just me legitimately reviewing the film. So I was like, yeah, this is good. This is a easy review to do, and I can compliment myself while doing it. I love stroking yeah. my massive ego. Yeah. But yeah, um, it's Easter as well, so happy Easter to everybody. Happy Egg um, Day. Will... Merry Egg Day, everyone. Merry... Have a great egg <laughs> i great hope egg. i hope that you are blessed with many eggs and not cursed uh by the presence of um the the uh bunny the easter bunnies of easter's past present and future <laughs> hopefully egg krampus doesn't come for you <laughs> eggmas <laughs> eggmas <laughs> and uh yeah we thought to celebrate easter we would talk about the film hop and all of the ways. <laughs> Damn, that no, was going to be my watch this or else. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not talking about Hop. We're no. talking about a Christmas curl. No. As much we're as I love the, um... Hop. <laughs> as much as I think Hop is a fantastic film that does not get the recognition it deserves, um, we're going to be talking about the mid, kind of a mid-season review of the the Winter Soldier and Falcon, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, whatever it's called. It's I Falcon first. He matters most. Falcon first, Winter Surge, Winter, Winter Soldier, Winter, what soldier? Winter, watching Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, and, that's it. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna be talking about episodes one through three. Uh, Kyle's caught up. I am ninety-five percent caught up because I wait. Fell asleep what you haven't seen them all? <laughs> no, I fell asleep at the end uh, for a bit in one of them. I was like, what, what, what? Oh, okay. And <laughs> I just kept going. You didn't like, think I to watch that fly. last bit before. Uh... <laughs> Well, no, I, I don't worry. I saw everything. I did see everything. Okay. Yeah, don't worry. I saw. He all says of it. I, it was you a... just didn't see the fifteen minutes of credits. <laughs> the fifteen minutes. There's of nothing credits. after this. So um, overall, so do you mind if I start? Because I, I think I have some sorry thoughts. Yeah, sure, go for it. Yeah, I always let you I'll go first. My notes. But, it's, but I usually let the dumb person go first, so I'll I'll, I'll take it off this week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't super excited for this series actually. Like, it was fun. It was like, yeah, more Marvel stuff is cool. But, I don't know, I was just like, yeah, they're going to punch each other for a bit. It's going to be more of that. You know, I've seen Winter Soldier. I've seen Civil War. I, I kind of get how this goes. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, even by the second episode of this series, it, it really won me over. Like, I, I think it's a pretty, pretty fun, pretty fun series. Yeah. And I, I was really enjoying the second episode. And overall, I would definitely recommend this to people it's got a lot of good stuff in it and i've been enjoying it um i don't think there's anything specifically that i have any issues with which yeah what do you think kyle overall i think i i I really like the show i think i i agree with what you've said um i was a little bit apprehensive about the show after after wandavision just because wandavision was so different and out of nowhere yeah but got kind of boring when it got to the generic Marvel stuff, so thinking we were just going to see six, like six hours almost of Winter Soldier the movie light, you know, mm-hmm. Captain America Winter Soldier light, didn't didn't really uh, spark much hope. So I was worried in that sense, but like it started and right from right out the gate, I I'm on board with this, and yeah. so we're, we're three episodes in now, halfway through the the season, and um, 
yeah, and I think it, there's a there's a kind of there's a good omens element to this show in the sense that the the best element of it is the the chemistry between the cast, particularly the Definitely. two leads, but also like you know various other characters are just so much fun to watch interacting with each other. Like they don't have to do anything of note to move the plot forward. I'd, I'd rather they just sit in a room and just fucking go at each other, just. Just back and forth, just Simo and and Falcon and Bucky, and uh, and bloody Sharon and uh, and the therapist <laughs> and the therapist. <laughs> the therapist is great in this. And new Captain America and Battlestar, <laughs> just all of them. Just put them in a room and just see what happens. Let them do a podcast. Because <laughs> because I'm loving that. I think the chemistry is also great, especially between the two leads. Like they're really yeah. good together, and they they like we we've seen their kind of their small interactions with each other throughout the Marvel stuff. I think yeah. the most memorable one for me, I think it's in Civil War, where they're sitting in a car watching Captain America, <laughs> and the Winter Soldier just says, "Can you move your seat up?" And Falcon just says, "No," and no. then it cuts away from them. And <laughs> I I love that. Like I always don't even fully understand why the Falcon hates him so much other than he's jealous it's he's jealous and it's kind of cute and i think it's because he's a murdering psychopath and uh what and falcon's a bit apprehensive about that come on but also he's not fun like so steve is fun and although steve you know has has kind of got him to go along with breaking the law like actual international law by violating the scobia records and shit like that it Steve's fun and nice and charming, and Bucky's just silent and stoic, and you know you you couldn't be with him for a long period of time. And and from from mm-hmm. all intents and purposes, Sebastian Stan is much very much the same in in real life. Like Anthony Mackie is quoted as saying, he's the most boring person he's ever met. <laughs> really? Like, like they well they love each other. Yeah, yeah. A lot, but that's like, like a funny like because they they have great chemistry offset. Like I I spent all of like last night, I think maybe the last two days, just watching interviews of them. Like so, there's the, the like Entertainment Weekly photo shoot. There's them on um, Stir Crazy. Um, there's them on kind of all various kind of interviews and stuff like that, promoting the show, and even just a few from way back when from like promoting various movies. But I, I just love them. I just think that they're an even better odd couple than um, Wonder and Vision, and I'm just on board with that. And I think maybe that's going to be the strength of a lot of these shows, where they take you know an established character that hasn't really been given a chance to shine, but played by like just an excellent actor, and just go, let's give yeah. them, let's give them acting to do, you know, rather than just the occasional fight scene and a quip. Yeah, I, I really enjoy that. And this is just about some of the Marvel shows that Marvel's given a chance to kind of the sidekicks. Like I really like that because we don't really get to see yeah. a lot of them. And even though a lot of them have comparable powers to their the kind of superhero counterparts, they mm-hmm. they don't really have their 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 time or their hour to shine. So I'm really happy that a lot of these sidekicks with their powers have been given their own hour. You know, to really yeah, or well, six really, hours in this case. So six hours, yeah. The sidekick six hour. Um, six. <laughs> Were you working in the name of the old podcast? Yes, yes, the whole time. Very subtle. <laughs> there we go. I should be in things, but 
No, and I think they're they're the cast of this is really good, and especially the new Captain America guy. I've been really enjoying yeah. him as new Captain America because he's clearly <laughs> not as good. Like he's yeah. just not as good as Steve Rogers because he does have the super soldier shield, which I'm not making fun of the guy. I'm not like <laughs> look at this loser. I'm saying you can kind of see it even in the performance how he's kind of aware of the fact that he's not Captain America and he's yeah. not as good, but he's just like I just have to fucking try. I have yeah. this shield and this dumb outfit and I have to go beat up terrorists or whatever. He's... They asked me to be Captain America. I couldn't really say no. Now I'm Captain <laughs> America and I have to and deal I... with this. And I don't know if there's going to be some like uh, some twist where it's like, ah, actually he's a dickhead and an evil guy. Well, but he's getting right quite now, pissy. Yeah, he does get pissy. But for right now, I'm buying into the performance of like him just trying to do this like he's just trying yeah. to be captain i think maybe there's a little bit of disconnect between him in episode him in like most of episode two and him in episode three yeah. like because he's clearly he's trying and he's you know and he's he's putting on a brave face and he, even though he you know he gets the shit kicked out of him like captain america has many times and whatever and he and he smiles through it all all of a sudden he takes a turn or raises his fist and says i can do this all day <laughs> he hasn't done that yet, but I'm waiting for it. Um, no, but like when they do that raid in episode three, and he's mm. like, "Do you know who I am?" I'm Captain America. Yeah, I'm, I'm bloody Captain America. I am. I'm bloody. <laughs> I expected him just to start beating the crap out of me, like I'm yeah. Captain America. I thought he was gonna get real, like uh, stop resisting, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> real stop resisting. And, yeah. Um, I'd like it. It was very. It was very uh, topical, you know. Speaking of topical issues, um, turn off the podcast, everybody, because uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get controversial. First off, I'm I'm really happy this show is addressing the fact that there are black superheroes in the Marvel universe, and that yeah. sometimes being black in America is really fucking difficult to be. And yeah, and I'm I'm glad they're actually addressing the fact. Like there's there's these tiny moments where Falcon is out of costume. And, like, there's a, there's a scene, I think it's in the second episode, where him and Bucky are leaving the house. Which yeah. is, a, and they're leaving someone, which I want to talk about a little bit later. But mm-hmm. for this scene, they're leaving this place, and the cops stop them, because they're kind of arguing in the street. They're like, hey, is this guy harassing you? And the Winter Soldier's like, no. Yeah. And they're like, hey, hey, Falcon, let me see your ID. And he's like, no, screw you, I don't have to show you my ID. Because he doesn't have to, by the way, he committed no crime. Yeah. He's not required to show him anything. Um, and the cop, the other cop's like, "Hey, this is this is Falcon." And the guy's like, "Oh, okay, you're fine then." As if it made yeah. it different. You're, you're like, a famous <laughs> black person, and that means we can't we can't beat you up without serious repercussions. Right. But and like, they were immediately I, like, "This guy is clearly, you know, it's clearly an issue, a problem. He might. I bet he's even bothering that nice-looking white man that he's with." So, time to the intervene. Man who is an international terrorist. Yeah, and then he gets arrested as well. Bucky gets <laughs> and then arrested. He gets arrested. But um, probably for good reason. But yeah, for, it's for, <laughs> for very good reason. And I, I, I do like I know Black Panther talked with a lot did address race and talk about it, but in Black Panther talks about it on a very global scale. And there's some other yeah. stuff in Black Panther. It's not just about the fact that he's an African leader and has to deal with race in the world. But with this, it's a little bit more like specific to the American 
um, yeah, I'm, I'm the American side of race relations in the U.S. And it's it, it, it is interesting, and I'm enjoying that they're they're talking about it because you know what? Maybe somebody should talk about it. Maybe absolutely. There's a great character. Who is what's his name again? His superhero name in the comics? I forget already. I, they call his name's Isaiah. That's his real name. What's his like superhero name? The superhero name was just Captain America, I think. Was it just Captain America? Well, yeah, because he was like he was kind of Captain America before Captain America. Okay. 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 But it, but it, um, it... yeah, Isaiah Bradley is is introduced in this, and to anyone who's, who's yes. read um, Truth, what red, white, and black, uh, which is like a a kind of a mini series about six issues about um, this group of of african-american soldiers that were kind of experimented on in world war Two to kind of like just just as like as guinea pigs basically to i don't know whether they were was it before captain america or after captain america i i've i've read them but it, it was it was like a year ago or something i never like read the series but in american history we, we, we did do this <laughs> we actually did this, this is a real... yeah exactly like it parallels real life that like that's why it was written yeah and so like they do this and it's either to work out this super soldier serum before they give it to white people or it's to try and recreate it because it worked so well on that one white guy it's one of the two yeah and they they create a a small unit or whatever and most of them have got like kind of it doesn't it, the formula the formula doesn't quite like take to all of them but isaiah gets like it takes to him like as well as it takes to steve he's he is for all mm-hmm. intents and purposes as strong and you know and smart and 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 honorable as Steve is and they send this unit out to like basically on a suicide mission they all maybe I shouldn't spoil it the The point is Isaiah does a lot of great work for his country and stuff like that in the war like and then he's just fucked off after that yeah and and, and they kind of leave him maybe they even lock him up in solitary confinement or something I, I do remember that being a thing but but the they, and they just mask his existence. They like erase it all, his history and stuff like that. So he's just he's just this guy. He's just this guy now. He's not being hailed as as you know this uh, patriot hero like Steve was. And it's you know it's harrowing as fuck, but it's it parallels a lot of real life. Yeah, and I I think it's. It's almost, it is kind of brave for Marvel to be like, hey, we, we actually did this, and we're going to point out the fact that even in the Marvel Universe, there's a lot of problems. There, there, there are issues with these things. Like, these yeah. real-life problems that you can't just punch away or shoot a laser at exist in the universe, and there's not much they can do about it sometimes. Like, it's... it's And... Yeah. I don't think there's... It's not like they're going to solve racism like these... by the end. Yeah, they're not going to solve racism in in a Marvel show, we but did like it, Bucky, we solved racism. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> we we bloody we beat racism up and we locked we locked it away. Yay! It's in the raft now. Let's just hope it doesn't escape. <laughs> but <laughs> you'll never win racism <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but I, I there's also. For the other characters too, for Bucky and Falcon, they're they're giving them a little, they're giving them a lot more characterization in this than they ever have in the, in the movies and stuff. Yeah, especially Falcon, because we knew a little bit about Bucky, 
but uh, yeah. like Falcon in this, like they kind of explain like his his family life, his where he comes from, who he lives, the people he used to live with, where he grew up, and mm-hmm. he he lives like the most Louis Louisiana life ever. Like he's <laughs> he's got he's got this cool family with like a wacky uncle who comes over and his little nephews are like, what's going on? He calls everyone little dude. They they like they go for crawfish. Like it's like the most Louisiana New York, New Orleans life someone could live, and um, there's like there's a scene I kind of like, but I also kind of hate when they they go for a loan in the bank. And yeah, yeah, because it's it's part it's part of their thing. It's like like you know like with Isaiah, this guy's done all this stuff. He's he's fought for for his world, not just his country, his world. The universe. The universe really? itself. He's, you know, he's as much a hero as as Steve or Tony. They have statues of this guy probably on other planets, and they're like, "Who is this man? We don't know, but he helped stop Thanos." Yeah. And this guy, it's like, not not only will we kind of sometimes not recognize him, we're also just kind of like not gonna help him in any way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah but you're not you're not saving my life right now, so you you can't have a bank loan. You can't have respect. You can't have anything. You know there, there should be like a government stipend for all the like Avengers. Like they should yeah. never have. <laughs> I think yet. we all kind of assumed there was as well, and I'm glad that they're addressing how paychecks from the Avengers work, or rather, how they just don't exist. That scene raises more questions because they're like, so Tony Stark paychecks? Like, no, no, people. He's like, people just are generous. I'm like, well, are people donating? Like, is it a goodwill? Like, okay, everybody. We gotta donate I, to I think it was more just Avengers. <laughs> to me, it came across like like more of like a sugar daddy relationship, sort of. <laughs> well, well, maybe maybe not quite that, but like just a sense of like, well, if you live in the Avengers compound or the tower or wherever, you know, Tony just pays for everything you need, or God, if you, daddy, or, or the Tony's government coming. Yeah. <laughs> And or the government pays for whatever you need or whatever, and and that's it. But like, when you leave those grounds, it better be in a fucking costume. Do they like? Do they like? Like, cause there was in the, food like, in the ancient... fridge. There was a kitchen. There was food in it. They were making stuff. I I assumed that they weren't the ones to go to the grocery there's, store there's and buy. There's a scene in Civil War where Tony's mad that somebody put coffee grounds in the. St- garbage disposal and he's like i'm not running a frat house around here so <laughs> that's why he doesn't pay them that was the fucking coffee. that was the straw that broke the camel's back they used to get a paycheck <laughs> they used to get a, a flat wage every month but now <laughs> someone has pushed him over the edge and <laughs> who do you think it was who do you think which avenger do you think put coffee grants in the sink who, who was there at that time who was Oh, all like, of them, really. It was the Avengers weren't was, split up. Was Vision yet. around at that point? I don't think it was yeah, Vision. Yeah. But like It wasn't Vision. He wasn't No, it wasn't Vision, but like just to get a sense of the timeline here. Um Okay, was it Hawkeye? He was on It was the Hawkeye. Farm, so like, I, I don't know why I had to think about that so long. It was Hawkeye. What? No, he was on his farm. No, but he's been there. And yeah, I, like, I think that that lends more credence to it cuz he doesn't live there. But they say he's in retirement, so he's been shooting golf. Like, oh, he's out there shooting golf. So they yeah, but he goes the there. Golf. Even if it's just so, to, it, like... From how he just... talks for, to the Tony, he's like, yeah, it's been a while. How are you doing? It's been about six months. Well, I don't know. It was Hawkeye. <laughs> you said by your Hawkeye. Of course it's Hawkeye. Well, <laughs> Who else I would do it? it? 
I'm trying. Who drink, who's like the biggest coffee drinker in that group? You think this is not important. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, back on tangent, everybody. I love it. Um, yeah, no. So I, yeah, the thing scene brings up a lot of questions, and I've seen like articles on the internet. I, I honestly just try not to think of it too much. I just think a writer wrote the scene, and it's not gonna matter. It doesn't matter that much. But it's I, I like the scene too because it, it does show some of the like, some of the things we were talking about, some of the themes and ideas. I like it. I like it Cause, too because I think it shows it shows that like it. I think that's the first few steps towards Falcon just becoming another Isaiah Bradley, just like just getting fucked off by yeah by uh, the government and by the people that he saved. How many times yeah, yeah. over? Like it's you know it's that it's that on a smaller scale. But um yeah yeah I really like the Isaiah Bradley stuff and I like I like a lot of, I like that they are touching on on these things because at the end of the day these are big cultural touchstones of of media like a lot of people are going to watch this show so it's good that they are at least talking about this sort of stuff yeah what do you think of um of some of the like kind of action set pieces and some of some of that stuff like that i think there's a lot of good action in it yeah yeah i i don't think there's anything on the level of like the intensity of like uh, the winter soldier because that some of the stuff in that's really fun and like exciting but it, it's still fun and it's still kind of unique some of the ways they're using the heroes yeah. like there's a great like highway a good highway chase i love a good highway fight chase yes and it's just it's just falcon and the winter soldier just totally out of their league just getting their asses handed to them like they that little they girl tru- kicked your ass <laughs> wait what that little girl kicked your ass <laughs> yeah and also can we talk about the villains in this uh, of which yes, there are apparently I would like many because i think they're the weakest parts well Yes and no. So like I, the the flag smashers are kind of are interesting to me because obviously the, there is an element of they are right. You know maybe there shouldn't be borders and stuff like that. But um you know and they've been kind of left behind by by their governments and whatever. Um and I just a thing happened in the third episode and I saw this tweet about it by at death by badger. I just thought I researched the out. name. Calling you out that person. No. <laughs> Giving uh, credit, um, I I saw this great tweet by uh, Death by Badger, and it was basically uh, the there's always a pointness in the superhero show where they have to like kind of reinforce they just kind of have to invent a scene where the to remind you the villains are bad just in case yeah you were gonna side with them like for no reason also like comp- like and I think this was one of the most egregious ones. Or maybe it's just because it's being pointed I, out, I but know like exactly it's it's what stuck. Talking about. It stuck with me, even bef- like just when I saw the show, like and I didn't see the tweet till a while after. But like, so they they don't want borders and stuff like that. They want to end that stuff. And although they've beaten a few people up, namely the main characters, and they've stolen some things like supplies for refugees, they haven't done anything too immoral at this point like we haven't yeah nothing too like malicious I, I don't know maybe they've hurt people in in pursuit of what they've been trying to get but like we've never seen them just like mercilessly kill people for no reason and yet yeah. but in in this episode in episode three they blow up a building with uh you know people they subdued and handcuffed and stuff like that inside like guards or whatever like for no reason and and like her, her number two calls this out he's like whoa you they would we didn't need to do that 
or whatever. And she's like, this is the only language they understand. And it's like, mm, did you just throw that in so that we wouldn't go? She's right. Yeah. Yeah, I told... I, I remember seeing that scene and being thrown by it, too, because I'm like, that's weird. Because they kind of build them up to be a little sympathetic, because you get a good amount of screen time with just them kind of hanging out, talking to each other. Not, like, doing nothing, but, like, discussing stuff. And it, it feels mm-hmm. human, some of their discussions, I think. And you're like, yeah, yeah. They're, and then it's just like, anyways, I'll murder this building. <laughs> and it feels like, why... Why do that, you know? Maybe that's the point to show that, like, even though they're human and they're kind of, they have these real emotions and motives, that they're still capable of doing bad and they are bad people, but I don't know. I, I agree with what you said, though. Yeah, and, like, because they, they've done very well to, like, I think, to endear us to them, their cause and, you know, and, and kind of their personalities and stuff like that, especially the leader, Carly. Because, like, right from the start, there's that scene... Where Bucky like jumps into the van, and she kind of like yes. sheepishly appears round the corner, and he's like, "Hi," yeah. <laughs> and she like she does she does this smile, this particular smile of like, "Oh, you're getting beaten up now," like, and and then proceeds to like throw him out of the van and like kick shit out of him. Yeah, and I I, I really like that. I like it too, but my complaint with it is just there are a bunch of bad guys who are just pretty good at punching. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm not super interested in just bad guys who are super good at punching. I, I just, I wish, oh, I, I mean, yeah, powers I guess powers wise, yeah. it's not the most visually interesting, but like, I, th- I don't know, at the same time, if you could have super strength, that's pretty good, you know? Oh yeah, that's pretty good. It's just, my, um, my thing with the villains is just, I don't know if I fully care about like their plot and their schemes because i'm just like they just come off as just kind of terrorists like just well i, I don't think we terrorists. know what their plan is i think we know what their well, ultimate I think that's goal the thing. I is just, i just don't quite understand what they're doing with them sometimes because yeah. like we're trying to find them like i mean they're yeah they're bad but i'm like they don't seem like they're up to like i don't understand what their ploys are and what they're playing like oh we're gonna do this now that like i I don't feel threatened by them i i don't feel like there's overwhelming threats of them how did they come to the attention of the of uh what's it called of of the government let's say because like yeah falcon's friend torres is just like oh i've been looking uh, you, you know, just on the side, I've been looking for these this group. They call themselves the Flag Smashers. I've been Smashers. scrolling through Reddit, and I saw. Yeah, these I've guys. been on Reddit. They say there's people called the Flag Smashers. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Apparently, it's not like a secret Comic Con. It's uh, <laughs> it's a little more serious than they. Um, and so he goes I'm to one. Sure, in America, we actually have people called the Flag Smashers. Like, I would bet a good amount of money to say that. Yeah, real absolutely. But um, you know, and if you don't, you do now. Because, <laughs> like, that's not really a bad goal to be like, we don't want there to be borders. Because, like, Im- think... cause, like that's, that's really the best way to solve any kind of immigration crisis. Like, not to get too uh, political, but, like... <laughs> if there are the, you no can't, borders. There can't be immigrants <laughs> if there are no borders. <laughs> once e- once if everyone's are... <laughs> welcome everywhere, no one's illegally anywhere. <laughs> I was trying to do like a syndrome quote, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. But um, <laughs> like once everyone's an immigrant, no one. But I was like, this isn't working. Yeah. But um, 
<laughs> but I, I, one thing I do enjoy with the series is I do like seeing Baron Zemo back, but they kind of throw this thing out where they're like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm super rich as well, and I have like a private jet. Yeah. Shit. I'm like, where Clearly. is all this during, during <laughs> Civil War? <laughs> like, yeah. During Civil War, they kind of they portray him as just kind of like, yeah, he's ex-military, but he's just kind of a regular family man. And he's this, a regular like, guy. Nine, You've got to relate to him. So that means he can't yeah, be rich. He's human. Like, for the record, in Civil War, I'm 100% on his side the entire time. Yeah, he blows up a UN building. Yeah, but you killed his ki- wife and kids. That's what you get. <laughs> you know, Revenge Playbook That's what you, you get, the UN. What? That's what you get, the UN. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, like, you get it in Civil War. Like, yeah, like, this is this would drive someone to do terrible things. But in this, he's like, anyways, I'm rich. I got this cool coat. I got these fancy cars. I got a jet and shit. I'm like, you could have used all of this during Civil War. And well, you chose not to. He does a lot of flying. We don't know that he doesn't get on a private jet to do it. No, in Civil War, he's at the airport. Yeah. Like, he, he's in the airport, like, getting an economy sitting, seating. Like well, he's, yeah, I don't but know. like it's fine, whatever. Look, but I, yeah. I do like ultimately the... the reason they left that out is because they didn't want this guy to be like a baron, yeah. because he's supposed to be sympathetic. But like now that that's yeah, yeah. like off the table and it's more useful for him to just be the sugar daddy. <laughs> I that's I twice love... this has come up now. <laughs> I love when they go to like that villain city where it's just like Mephredor. Me- yeah, 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 I really like that kind of that setting. Like, I yeah, which is like a famous X Men location. Yeah, yeah, it is, and it's. I want them to come back to it. Like, I'm like, you could use this to kind of like, I don't know, like, like this is X-Men where like, if stuff. you ever do like a villain centered film, this could be like their like where they all meet or something. Like, I, I like the setting. Well, it's, I like the idea of it. It's interesting you say that because villain centric film is what I'm all about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's time to talk you... about the Thunderbolts, which yeah! hold a special place near and dear Are in my heart. Are we talking about Man Thing? What? He's part of the Thunderbolts. Man Thing. Oh yeah, is I, I think he is in the Thunderbolts for Marvel. Yeah, I mean, I haven't read any of the Thunderbolts that he's in, but like, how dare you? Look, I've Best read. <laughs> I don't know that much about him. But he, when he feels emotions, he spits acid and melts your face. It's good. Oh, same. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, but, uh, yeah. So like, Baron Zemo, in in the comics, famously or not so famously, sets up a team of supervillains that disguise themselves as superheroes. Um, he takes you know he takes a ragtag team or whatever, gives them new identities new heroic uh, personas in order to become like a famous superhero team like the Avengers or something like that uh, to fill the void left by the Avengers not being around anymore in after an event in the comics beforehand and um, it's a similar kind of world in the MCU you know the Avengers isn't what it was there's a few of them about but like there's no there's no formal operation so to speak yeah like, the Falcon's just kind of on his own, and Bucky's just not doing any superheroing until this. And yeah, and he sets this team up to try and get access and stuff like that so that they can, like, flip it and take over the world or whatever. And it's a great comic series. Um, it, it 
it's really good and you know you, you learn to kind of warm to the characters you, you you know you become endeared to them as you do so many of the villains now <laughs> yeah so Zemo sets them up in the comics and there's quite a few villains just kind of there in the MCU that are still kind of alive and still sort of you know could be could be brought back in at any point they have talked about Abomination so many times bringing him back because he's, he's still alive he's, he's alive according to an episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. he is in yeah. a prison in the Arctic but he may have been moved to the raft since then <laughs> because he was one of the but, first um, they, ones I know I think Whedon wanted to use him for Avengers I think some other people wanted to use him for some other stuff I know they've talked about getting him back but I, it might be a rights thing with Universal I, I don't think I it's a rights thing I think it's could. just a case of the Thunderbolts aren't a huge name. Oh, no, no, I mean... For oh, for Abomination. Oh. They, they might... Yeah, they might be... Because he was first in the Universal Hulk film. Like the one they co-produced with them, so it might be a price thing with them. A Thunderbolt, yeah, they, they, they should totally they do They should it. definitely do it. It's the right time for it. You know, whether you do a Thunderbolts or a Dark yeah. Avengers or something like that. You just get someone, uh, preferably like a Baron Zemo, or, or you can go with, you know, General Ross. He's led a team of Thunderbolts yeah. in the past. Um, and you just you just scoop up whoever's there. You know, you get your Justin Hammers. You get your uh, your Abominations. You get your... Um... Get the fake Mandarin. Pull him out of prison. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe not that People guy. People still um... don't know that he's not the real Mandarin, which I find so funny. Because <laughs> they put him in jail for being an actor. I mean... He probably committed crimes. He's not actually the man. No, I know, but he probably committed crimes. <laughs> but, like, did he? He was just well, a he... big idiot. He was just well, going... Okay, he was part of a terrorist organization. Yeah, but I don't know. But, like, it, it's just funny to me that, like, you're going to jail the Mandarin. He's like, I'm not the Mandarin. <laughs> That's not me. I'm sure he argued I'm that in court, actor. but, like, it doesn't matter. He was there for the videos. <laughs> he got paid money to, like, be in them and help build the kind but of presence. But you can go to jail for being an actor. Yeah, the worst crime of all. <laughs> the worst crime you could commit is being an actor. Yeah. Watch out, Tom Cruise. <laughs> the only but actor. In his head, he is. What, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, the Thunderbolts, yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I villain film? Good. Back on tangent. There yeah. I am. Uh, now, I want a villain film, too. I want... And he's, he's, he's got some... He's, I, I like the setting. Yeah. And I like their that little thing. I like that they mention like if we let this guy out of prison, the Wakandans are gonna murder him. Yeah, like they will come. And for then this they guy. show up at the They're end. They're gonna kill him. <laughs> and then they show up. I was like, holy shit! She means what, fucking what business. Surprise. My God. <laughs> Good. That is a look that could kill. <laughs> I I don't think she plans to like, look... you know, stamp him with one of those like. Weapon, one of those like kind of spears that fires a laser or whatever they have in Wakanda. Do you know she's just gonna look at him? And... Do you know what she's? She, do you know what look she's given him? What? She's given him the move, or you will be moved. Look. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I I was really shocked to see her. Uh, yeah, her I, I did not I expect like, oh that, God. but I should have. Do you? Do you think we're going to get more Wakandans? Do you, do you no, think I, I think this is going to be the only Wakandan in the show. Ah, that would have been cool, though. Yeah. 
Are you well, like, like they're not going to go to Wakanda and like the Dora Milaje. You only really need to send one. I mean, like, look at her. <laughs> she just needs one. She will beat up every main character in this show. Easily. 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 She will just but, kick um... the shit out of them. And if the but, flag smashers you... show up, she'll kick the shit out of them too. <laughs> she just single-handedly ends the, the plot. Like, it's just, anyways, I gotta go kill this one guy. <laughs> yeah, like he motherfuckers. <laughs> it's like John Wick working his way through the entire mob. Yeah. Ju- just to kill the, the one yeah. guy who killed his dog. It's like, I will find him, and I will kill him. <laughs> but it was a really big shock, and I'm, I'm really excited to see what they kind of do with her, because Falcon is going to have one heck of a day in court trying to convince her not to kill him. Yeah. And... <laughs> I wonder, like, I wonder when they thought of that. Like, I'm trying to think of the timeline of filming this. Like, I wonder if, um, I do hope we see more Black Panther characters, because I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know who the witch... Like, Black Panther makes sense to show up. Because he actually is the one who spared him. He is, yeah. You know? Like, it almost... Like, like, is she there on instructions of someone else? Like, go kill this guy? Because Black Panther would be like, no, 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 we, we gotta put him in jail. The living are not through with him, or whatever cool thing I said in that movie. Well, it's not. It wasn't about sparing him. It was. It was about him suffering. It was about like you know no, keeping yeah, exactly. keeping That's him alive I mean, and stuff like that. So like, I imagine Black Panther would send someone to just be like, go and take him and bring him back here, because clearly, the <laughs> whichever prison he was in before was not secure enough, so we're gonna put him in one of ours, and he'll never get out. He will never escape a Wakandan prison. Yeah. They have, like, neon lights everywhere, yeah. it's too bright to see. <laughs> but... <laughs> but it, it was it was exciting, it's a cool little cameo. And... Speaking of Zemo... Um, ooh! Uh, I wrote in my notes, Zemo, more like Mimo. Is that... Is that it? Yeah, that's it. That's all I want to say. That's it? That's all you want? Just derail the whole show just with that? That's it? Meme-o. That's all. That's, that's all. all you that's want all to you say, get. That's it. Podcast over. We're done here. You just need to say that. We can leave, everyone. Hope you enjoyed uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter. And that, that was terrible, Kyle. <laughs> that's the worst thing you've ever said on this show. I don't know. Yeah, no, it's it. That's it. Okay, that's yeah. it right there. You peaked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, overall, would you recommend this to a Marvel fan? Yes. I I good, think like good. whenever I, I find out someone's not watching this, I'm like, why are you not watching this? You watch the others. I think it. I think it's good too. It's got some good character with Bucky and Falcon. I really love the humanization of them, getting some more of them. I love uh, fun. Their Zima. relationship is. Honestly, their relationship is so good. Yeah. It's like it's really, really funny to watch them interact. That scene where they're in the, like the therapist's office and they're like arguing about the tiniest things. Yeah. Like, they're, 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 it's kind of cute. Like I'll say it. Like it's kind of like oh. Well, they they've got the best bromance, um, you know. <laughs> they're the ultimate. They've got the best bromance. Honestly, Captain America might be a little bit jealous of them. Who's like what the hell? Captain America doesn't feel <laughs> jealousy. He's all about truth and justice and all that. He's truth, justice, and Americana. Yeah, if he was, if he was anyone Norman else, he'd be Rockwell. jealous. Well, that's his thing. If he was any <laughs> any other person, he'd be any... like, "Well, well, my my two best friends are more best friends with each other than me now." But 
Because it's Steve, <laughs> he'd be like, that's all right. That's okay. Also, I'm old and shit, so... Any, <laughs> Any other thoughts? Any other... I kind of want to talk more about the characterization of Zemo in this. Right, I know I sure, made my yeah, incredible yeah, joke, which uh, landed like a fucking puddle of cold sick. But uh, it, <laughs> he's kind of... We've never seen him so fun. You know, yeah, like... Yeah. I mean, he wasn't like especially accurate to his comic characterization in, in uh, Civil War, but he was at least kind of like... Like, because he wasn't a massive egotist, and he wasn't, like, you know, descended from Nazis, as far as we know, um, in that movie. He was... But he was very mission-driven. He was very skilled, and he thought tactically and strategically, and knew that he couldn't take the Avengers on with force, and needed yeah. to kind of tear them apart from the inside and stuff like that, which is a very kind of Zemo thing to do, you know, ego-permitting. But um, but in this he's kind of. He's he's loving it. He's he's having a good old time. He's he's glad to be out of prison. I, he's doing a little dance in a rave. Yeah, yeah, and I almost take that as like because he he accomplished he won in civil war really. Yeah. Like he did what he wanted to. He tore tore the Avengers apart, got some revenge. And he's like, right, yeah, cool. and they've never and really been like, the same I since. I know what the things have happened, but and like, then, you know. Yeah, he, he did what he wanted to. And I like how he mentions at certain points, like, hey, it, none of that was personal, by the way. I was just, I was kind of pissed off. Like, he's yeah. like, he always plays it off like, yeah, I was having a bad day. Yeah, Sorry and it's like, that, if, it, if it was anyone else, I'd be like, that's not good enough, Zemo. You did terrible things to this man specifically that you're trying to apologize <laughs> to and disregard and hand wave it to. But the fact that it's Bucky, who, like, you know, in brainwashing mode, has, like, killed countless people where it definitely mm-hmm. wasn't personal, it was just, you know, that was just kind of his life, and it was against his will and whatever. I'm like, you know what, that tracks, you know? <laughs> That's fair enough. <laughs> it may not have been personal, and I believe you, Zima. <laughs> he seems very nice, and he seems I... very friendly, and I think I have an easier time kind of believing that this kind of Zemo would start the Thunderbolts, because in, in the comic run... He, he's kind of he's he's red skull but pink. You know he wears a he's got a a pink head rather than a red head. But like he's 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 the red skull as a lot of Captain America villains are. And he's all about ego and he's about Nazism and he's about um, you know purity and all that and and rage and stuff and thinks he's hot shit and he generally is a good fighter. But like Zemo in this, he, he's much more human. And I think, you know, th- this is a person I could believe would put on a different costume and pretend to be a hero or, or like, or create some kind of team to try and destroy superheroes and, like, actually get away with it, you know? Oh, no, totally. I, I really like it, too. I think it's it leaves the door open more for possibilities with this character now. And they they... Yeah, I think maybe they'll um, leave him ambiguous yeah, at the end of the show. Yeah, I think so they'll, too. Like, he'll maybe seem to die or something like that, but I not think, really. Um, they've also given him like the like you know the, like you said they give him a dose of that healthy Marvel Marvelism, you know, where he's you know he's a bit fun. What? He's a bit like he's got some wit and charm. Yeah. Sure, he killed some people, but like you know, 
Yeah, ruthlessly. You know, he, you know, he was sad and hey. he wanted those people to die. So what are you gonna do about it? So, <laughs> and, yeah, but hey, he wore the purple sock and he is a yeah. baron. So like, you know, it's still pretty on the money. <laughs> and he also helped Tony Stark get punched in the face. So maybe that's pretty good. Because that. Exactly. I mean, like, Tony Stark is objectively the biggest villain in this universe. Objectively the worst man in the universe. Like the man, like Elon Musk, he's the worst person in the world. Eh. (laughs) How how could you say that about our our good friend friend Elon Elon Musk? Musk, Who will appear on the podcast someday. Don't you worry about it, everybody. Like I said in the first episode of this podcast, one day we're going to have Joe Rogan as a guest, okay? Like, we're going to get huge. This is so stupid. <laughs> We're aiming for the heights, alright? Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have anything else to say. Any, any other last, last words? Um, it's a good show. Me I'm on too. board. Uh, I've been waiting for each episode. I don't think I've been anticipating each of them like WandaVision. Because WandaVision was so weird. And I was yeah. like, what is the mystery of all this? This is so strange. This, I'm yeah. like, yeah, I kind of I kinda see kinda but, what's the, kind of what they're going for here and what's going on. But I think we're spoiled also. I think it's really been like... It's been 12 continuous weeks of stuff, or 13 continuous weeks, I think, by this point. Because like, WandaVision yeah. started, and then there was like a week gap where there was a making of episode, and then there was this show, and also there was the Snyder Cut, and also there was Invincible, which we did an episode on, Yes, I believe. Yes, we um, did. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, Your old timers getting you. worse. Uh, <laughs> it's developing to the point. It is, but I, I, yeah, I think just the fact that there's been yeah, so much, maybe, maybe, after such a drought, I think we've just kind of gotten used maybe. to it, you know. And I think we're gonna miss these shows when they're gone, and be like hungry for the next thing, unless it is the next <laughs> week after. It's one of the two, you know. Should we, should we move on to the next segment of the pod, Kyle? I th- I think we should off off famous Wait, segment. Get that drum going. Oh, inf- we get that our drum infamous going. segment. Yep. That's a piss poor drum. Let's see your thing go. Yep. The segment is watch this or else. There we go. <laughs> Says it flatly goes back to drumming. So this is a segment of the show where Kyle and I will go back and forth competing to convince you guys to watch or else, to watch our thing and to or else the other person's thing. We each get 30 seconds going going back and forth twice, and it's, we try to we try to convince you. So, yeah. Kyle, do you want to start us off this week? we get 30 seconds on the clock for your thing. Or do you not know what you want to do? Yes, I will. No, I, I will. Right, I'll start Kyle. us off. Um, go ahead. Oh god, I'm just now thinking. Uh, <laughs> Do you want me to go first? No, no, I'll go, right, I'll go, cool, I'll go. Cool. Right, three, two, one. Okay, so what I'm going to recommend is uh, the Thunderbolts, Ooh. the classic Thunderbolts from 1997, the comic run. Um, it run. It ran for like a long time. There's like five volumes or something of it. Like, um, it's a lot of comics, but it's it's good. It's like, it's properly good stuff it's um like we explained it's it's a team of uh, villains disguised as heroes to gain the trust and whatever but it's it's prime yeah. marvel stuff 
That was a shit uh, <laughs> argument. Said, yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I can beat that. You're going down. Yeah. Like, uh, it, you can't go down. I don't to tell you. Don't you try. Sneaking. I'll try again in the, ne in the next 30. <laughs> All right, I got I'm Oh, you're going down. All right, three, two, one. All right, so I want to play the easy mode today, and I want to recommend Godzilla vs. Kong. Because you know what, you guys? I've been thinking about this movie <laughs> the last few days. I saw it in theaters. I went out. I risked the COVID. My God, what a theater experience this was. You can see it on HBO Max if you got that. But if you can see it in theaters for cheap, I would recommend it. This movie was a blast, you guys. Just, It's exactly what it needs to be. It's the shortest of the MonsterVerse films, which helps in its benefit. Human characters are basically pointless, but, you know, they're not annoying and terrible, except sometimes. And it's exactly what this film needed to be. Beat that, Very yeah. Very good. That was a lot more concise and thought out than my, uh, than my thing. It's pretty good. It's a comic. Uh, that's how you sound. Uh. <laughs> it is. It really is how I sound. Uh, why do I sound like that? That's how I sound most of the time. Uh, okay. Thirty seconds. Um, let's 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 reset my thirty seconds. Here we go. Here we go. Three, two, one. Okay, you should pick my thing because uh, my thing's available all for free on Comixology. Uh, it might even be on sale. Um, whereas Blake's thing is a movie where it's either you pay fucking fifteen dollars or something to watch it or more at your home or that again but in the cinemas where you risk dying of a plague i mean why are cinemas even open in your country they're not open in my country and we're doing much better weird anyway thunderbolt's good you're going down kyle you got nothing on me thunderbolt's, thunderbolt's good, good. That's... think good all right three two one here's why you should see kong instead of kong, whatever it's called instead of kyle's dumping because you know what this is a perfect excuse to go back to the theaters i'm saying that this thing is so good it's worth going back to the theaters for it yeah i mean look, disease is bad <laughs> no but you know what's good film so you know what why not break your film theater dry spell with something that's going to get you nice and entertained and moist for two hours oh god guys i and giggled moist. and yelped with joy thrice there you go <laughs> and moist how moist will this movie get you this. this is not gonna be a bit <laughs> I mean, uh... you said it <laughs> we're gonna rate movies based i don't know why you don't want this to be a bit yet it's <laughs> your moist thing will we be by these films that's how we should rate things like how moist are we out oh, pretty damp you know, pretty damn. That's how we should review things, Kyle. <laughs> pretty damn. How wet am I? <laughs> what does that rank on the moistometer? <laughs> um, uh, I read the humidity <laughs> the gauge. Humidity. This is like a a morning after a rainy night. You know, some dew on the leaves and grass still. So. <laughs> <laughs> Morning it's Dew. It's a Morning Dew kind of... It's a Morning Dew kind of movie. You know, a solid middle of the road. Anyways, um, let it... Back on tangent, everybody. <laughs> if you enjoyed the show, if you enjoyed any part of this conversation at all, please let us know. We have an email. Do you know what? what? I did. Oh, I did. I did enjoy yeah, a part yeah, of this I, conversation. I enjoyed I some of it. Yeah. Um, if, you en if you enjoyed yeah. it like we did, let us know. Email us at backontangent.com 
pod at I wasn't sure there for a moment. Back on tangent pod. You said that so tentatively. <laughs> on tangent pod at gmail.com. We have a Twitter. It's the same name. It'll be in the description. Oh, in the description. Yeah, of course, of course. Click on them links. Kyle has a does does stuff on YouTube. Go look at it. Don't have to do anything. Just... Yep. I I did a new video. I did a new video. It was about it, it was about a teddy bear. <laughs> Go watch, Go watch it, everybody. Check it out. Um, I don't do anything, so don't worry about me. And except make incredible <laughs> April Fool's videos. Except shit posting. I'm Kyle. Unbeknownst to Kyle. And um, yeah, everybody, if you yeah. just, just go go enjoy Easter and do all the Easter things like. Go have a good day, and and if if three vengeful spirits visit you, you well, tell them to you piss had it off. Coming, probably. Tell them Easter's not a real holiday anyway. So get get out of here. Get the heck out of here. It's nice to have a four-day weekend or whatever you get because of bank holidays, but, like, Easter's not real. <laughs> What's it about? You know, Mr. Bunny. Eggs. Eggs. Any, any other things before we sign off? We, we shouldn't. <laughs> shouldn't? Just end it? We should just end. Just cut to blank like Sopranos. <laughs> Mid-sentence. Never know what the finale is. Yeah. Just don't 